Hello and welcome to the Tasty Brew Music Podcast. I'm Diana Lynn. After a 40-year career in corporate America, I took a huge U-turn and became a volunteer DJ on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Since 2010, I've been the host, programmer, and engineer of a weekly Americana Roots music show, The Tasty Brew. With this podcast, I'll be sharing conversations with artists and music industry insiders with the goal of entertaining and educating the listening audience, all while giving a voice to the music makers that are underserved or ignored by mainstream media. Ryan Manuel is a singer-songwriter based in Lawrence, Kansas. He got a start playing music in his hometown of Sedalia, Missouri, after winning the 2011 Missouri State Fair Idol competition. He's been playing shows around the Midwest, writing and recording music ever since. Ryan has opened for Whiskey Myers, the Randy Rogers Band, William Clark Gring, and many others. Since hitting the Kansas City music scene in 2012, he has released a solo album, Kansas, and his band, Ryan Manuel and the Getaway, released a full-length, self-penned album, On the Run. Ryan first came to my attention in about 2015 through an introduction by the late Scott Ford, who was very instrumental in making me aware of a number of artists in the so-called Texas songwriter and Oklahoma red dirt music scene. I finally caught a set from Ryan before the pandemic in the summer of 2019, when I was pleasantly surprised to find him on stage when we dropped into the music venue formerly known as Repeal 18th in North Kansas City. Ryan reached out to me to help him get his newest single, Sold, on the radio here in Kansas City. In this conversation we had on a recent show, I was particularly encouraged by his supportive words of the Heartland music scene and willingness to not dismiss or write off the small towns and rural communities that deserve to experience live music. Lend your ears to a troubadour from the heartland, Ryan Manuel. Are you there, buddy? Yes, Diana. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. We've met briefly only once, I think, at Old Shawnee Pizza when they were up north. I really look forward to seeing a, a full set from you someday. But we've had this little interruption of a year or so caused by this pandemic, and you've gone into the studio and recorded this brand new song called Sold, which I actually played last week, but it's being released today on all the platforms. Tell us a little bit about the, the music scene in Lawrence and how you came to to go into the studio and, and record this song at this time. Well, of course, Lawrence has always had a very uh, vibrant music scene. We have a lot of great music talent around town. This song was written uh, by myself and my guitar player and Ryan Manuel in the getaway. His name is Jimmy Bloomquist. Amazing guitar player, amazing multi-instrumentalist. Has a degree in trombone performance, plays bass, latio, mandolin, uh, lead guitar, all sorts of stuff. And he and I sat down in his basement uh, right before pandemic hit, almost exactly a month before pandemic pandemic hit and wrote sold i had the first verse in the chorus and the we just sat down in one session and we we wrote it i knew we had something great i went to call valley public house and recorded an acoustic demo so everybody could learn the song and then pandemic hit uh, everybody learned the song that was on the track finally in november we got around to recording it putting together kind of a press package for it and mixing and mastering it took a few weeks and i've been sitting on it for a couple months uh, waiting for music to kind of come back before i dropped it kind of a way to segue myself into the summer i think it's a really great song. I'm really proud of Jimmy and everybody on the track. Farrell Jr. Uh, does the steel uh, guitar in it. He's a wonderful songwriter. Sonny Spark plays bass on it. He, he actually plays in a lot of the bluegrass bands around Lawrence and around Kansas City. Again, great talent. Daniel Torrance is the one who played drums on it. He was a drummer for, for the getaway briefly before he moved to North Carolina and I'm really proud of what he did. How he brought our band together after we lost another drummer. Sold is really, I think, the strongest work that I've put out yet. It's my return kind of to straight country music. The getaway 
Freeway was kind of a southern rock and, and country band. I wanted to kind of showcase I can do country music again. And it, it's refreshing to get back to it. And it's refreshing to get back to seeing everybody out, celebrating live music, celebrating the return of music in general just after the pandemic has been really, really, really refreshing. Appreciate your support. <laughs> helping get it out. It's been a crazy time for everybody. And I think that those that chose to kind of take the time to sit back and, and recalibrate to try to figure out what the next thing was going to be. I know that you're from Sedalia originally. How is it that you ended yeah. up in Lawrence? And um, tell us a little bit about the scene over there and the d- different genres of music. How is it that you ended up in Lawrence? Uh, well, back in 2011, I started my musical journey in Sedalia, Missouri, my hometown. I, As a joke, I signed up for the Missouri State Fair Idol competition that was going on down there at the fair, and I won it. So then I, <laughs> I then had to figure out where I wanted to take this. And if, if I wanted to write songs and, and do this a serious career move, then, then I needed to be serious about it. So I started playing around, and I met my wife at a show uh, in Harrisonville, and she lived in Lawrence. And just a couple months later, I moved in with her up here in Lawrence and have just been playing in Lawrence and Kansas City and Nebraska, Iowa, Oklahoma, uh, anywhere that'll have me around the Midwest uh, for about the last nine or ten years. So I've been putting out a couple records. I have my first one, which was titled Kansas, that came out right as I moved up to Lawrence. And then I have On the Run that came out a couple years ago. That was with the getaway. I just felt like this was a good time to return, kind of take a breath, recalibrate, like you said, and sit down and kind of figure out, take a break. I was playing almost 130 shows a year before pandemic. I was almost never home on the weekends. So it was nice to take a few months to just kind of take a breath, recalibrate, think about what we want to do when we get back out. And I think that Lawrence as a collective kind of did that more than some areas around the the area because we did take pandemic so seriously. Uh, I know that, that there's a lot of people that are sitting on tracks that are releasing either this month or next month here in Lawrence. Uh, I know Unfit Wives is playing out a lot now. They're they're really gearing up. They've added a new member, I know. Lots of bluegrass here in Lawrence. That, that's our main kick here in Lawrence is bluegrass and country music. A lot of songwriters come out of Lawrence. And again, it, it's a real blessing to have such a support network somewhere that was kind of just in my backyard. Felt more at home. <laughs> in a place. Let's talk about that a little bit in, in terms of what I consider the heartland and the ability to tour or not tour within this region and still, you know, be successful or make somewhat at a living yeah. at it. Do you have aspirations to go outside of the heartland or is it your intention and do you find the support that you need here? Oh, sure. I, I, I want to take this as far as it'll go. I, I want to ride music and I, I, I've always had. I've always wanted to ride music to wherever it takes me. If it's outside the region, so be it. If it's just in the heartland, then that's fine too. But my main thing is I like to connect with people over music and I like to experience music with people and uh, I play a lot of live shows because I like to see people's reaction to music. I play a lot of shows because I like the therapy that it gives me being able to go out. Uh, Lawrence to me was kind of cool that I found it was about four hours from anywhere in the heartland. You can go to Tulsa in four hours, Nebraska, Omaha in four hours, Kansas City, Columbia, St. Louis is all pretty much four hours. To the west is, is a little sketchy but it, to Denver it's eight hours so you're kind of in the middle of everywhere. So I think it's a great launch pad as far as uh, if you're wanting to tour it's a great place to be because you can hit so many good markets for live music. And even if you're not touring, it's a great place to find a support network of people that will share your music around. Uh, if you're not touring, your friends may be touring. And again, I've never found a better support network than I have in Lawrence. Just so many musically minded, kind hearted people. And it's so, so refreshing to have that. I think that it's helpful that it's a college town. I think that college towns oh, yeah. by and large are more, you know, liberal and probably more accepting of diversity, not only in 
in music, but in all things arts and culture related. What is it you feel the Heartland is missing in terms of its ability to support you? What If you could wave a magic wand, what aspect of, of the music so-called business or ecosystem would you like to see more of here in the Heartland? Well, as far as I go, I don't have really any major claims. I would just like to see more live music venues in rural areas. I love going to small towns and bringing them live music to people that don't get it a lot. Kansas City, the metro area, gets a lot of live music. You can throw a stone and hit a live venue. Right. But at places like mid-Missouri, rural Kansas, rural Oklahoma, rural Nebraska, they don't get a lot of live acts in their town. And I think having a venue in those markets is invaluable. Some of the best shows that I've ever played have been in just really small, small towns. And, and people show up because it is an attraction and people crave music. Right. I think that the last year has very much proven that. People crave live music. People love it. It's one of the things that, that really brings people up on the weekends or whenever they see it. So I don't, I don't have really any complaints about where I'm at. I, I just, I think I'm really blessed and lucky to be where I'm at. I don't think about the negatives too much. That's so refreshing to hear. As far as the business aspects of it, the social media and the booking, do you do all of that yourself? Are you DIY on in all aspects of the business? I do. Uh, the majority of it is myself. I have a couple people that uh, help me book or down around the lake area, a couple of places in Kansas City, but by and large, I, I'm the one putting my music out there. I'm the one uh, sharing it on social media. I'm the one reaching out to, to venue owners, uh, to DJs. I don't really have a promoter that I pay, so it is kind of a DIY thing. It's a grassroots effort, and I depend on a lot of my friends and family and connections that I make doing live shows to help me keep going. How do you find radio? I, I actually uh, just Google online. I just go through independent radio stations or community radio stations or local radio stations, anywhere that'll play me, and I'll, I'll sit down and just in a night or at, at first thing in the morning, I'll just put out an email with my song and asking people to play and who I am and my website and hope for the best. Yeah. Well, I think that I hear all the time that I don't, especially in certain demographics, I don't listen to the radio anymore. Radio has nothing to offer me. And I say to that, if you're listening to music through the airwaves, you're listening to radio, whether it's on, you know, Spotify or Pandora or whatever, it's all radio to me. And that the only reason that people really kind of stopped listening to commercial radio is they stopped giving people what they wanted to hear. And it was just, it's just too, too commercial. I feel as a volunteer here at a community radio station, I have one of the best gigs in, in radio in terms of a DJ because I can play whatever I want so long as it's FCC compliant and nobody's telling me what to do. And so we have the latitude to get to know artists such as yourselves and, and dig, dig into your catalog and get to know you as a person and have you play live on the air. And then every time that you uh, issue some new music, you can feel free always to contact us here uh, and let us know what you're up to. Well, I surely appreciate it. And I think I speak for a lot of people on the scene and say that we appreciate it. That is one of the biggest hurdles about getting on radio is uh, most radio stations are given a list of what they can and cannot play. Usually it's commercialized music that they can play and it's not a lot of independent people or people in the local scene. So we really do support uh, KKFI. Uh, we really appreciate them and I, I would encourage your listeners to, to support KKFI in any way that they can. I so, so appreciate that. And I and I think also that as an independent artist, we, we appreciate when you give us the opportunity to highlight you and, and to get you out there on the air. And I would always tell a young artist such as yourself, if you are representing yourself and you're and trying to get somebody's attention, it's all well and good to kind of 
send it just generally to the radio station and hope that it sticks. But I would encourage any young artist to kind of do your do your research and get on the website of the radio station and, and listen to you can if you can online and figure out who's playing what and which DJ is playing what and, and reach out to them personally and send them a personal email. I always respond to that sort of uh, contact and it's the way to go, I think. It's hard enough to differentiate yourself out there. Yeah. But if you can take the extra time and put forth the, the extra effort to make it personal, we appreciate that on this end as well. Well, what's what's next? We're going to play sold here in a minute, but you know, there's so much energy and time that goes into doing some something like this and it's out on the ether today, right? It's on Spotify and iTunes and all the platforms oh, yeah. released today. What's next? Is it going to be part of an, a new EP or a new full-length album? What's what's next? That is the plan to get at least an EP out within the next year. Right now, singles seem to be, I don't know, the, the leading way that people are putting their, their music out is singles. I would like to, to have at least an, an, another EP or another album out within the next year. Again, playing live shows is what's next. I make my money and I make my living playing live shows. I make all my connections playing live shows. I make all of, of what I do work. The majority of it is, is, is live shows. So that's a big part. Just being able to play out live nonstop again will be great. I'm really hoping to see everybody out on the road again and uh, have people at my shows again. It's been a, a wild ride the last year. I'm going to be hopefully promoting this single to Texas radio to get on the Texas country charts down there. Uh, I'll have hopefully a crowdfunding campaign going up within the next week to help get a promoter and, and put that down there on the radio, maybe get some radio tours going down there. Because that that's really the music that I listen to is a lot of the Texas country growing up, a lot of the Red Dirt in Oklahoma stuff, a lot of the independent artists that inspired me to do what I do came from that area and that's always been a dream of mine it's all about chasing dreams now are you looking to do this as a, with a full band again or as more as a solo artist i have a, a web of people that i'm going to be asking to play with me so it may never be the same band but i will definitely have a band coming back just i enjoy playing with a lot of different people and there's so many talented people here in the area that i've played with that, that sounds so good together and that was one of my pandemic resolutions was to play music with as many of my local friends as i possibly could so that's going to be next for those of you just joining us. Too bad. So sad. <laughs> I've been talking to Ryan Manuel from Lawrence, Kansas, and he has a brand new record out called Sold, which we're going to play here in a moment. But before I let you go, Ryan, I'd like for you to let our listeners know what's the best way to contact you, social media, your website. What's what's the best way to get in contact with Ryan Manuel? Facebook, Instagram, uh, Ryan Manuel Music on Facebook, or just Ryan Manuel. Add me as a friend. R Manuel Music on Instagram. Spotify, just Ryan Manuel or Ryan Manuel in the Getaway. A YouTube the same thing. RyanManualMusic.com is my website. Uh, all my tour dates are going to be posted there. I'm updating them almost daily. So I hope to see everybody out at a show. I mean, I'm playing Nubs Pub tonight in Shawnee. So if you can come out, I'd be happy to meet you. I was going to ask you where your next gig is. So Nubs Pub tonight. I will put the link for your uh, website and social media, both on the Tasty Room Music Radio page and also on KKFI. And I look forward to seeing you in person really again soon. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to call in and let us know what's going on well, thank you for you're welcome this is going to be uh the brand new release that we're going to be hearing from ryan this is sold all those nights you laid me all those nights that i couldn't see self-preservation of your mind 